That's right. That's where she sells them. She's making a mint too. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Mandem. I am your host. Are you? I just had a stroke there. You sound real non-confident. I'm one of your hosts, Damien, with me as always. Whenever I lose my confidence and I have my little mini stroke, my co-host. Your fair emotion seeps up. What's your name, ma'am? I just said it. What's my name, ma'am? Yeah, what's your name? Oh, I don't know, ma'am. Uh, with me, with us, with us on this podcast. Yeah, this is a two-man podcast. Here uh, for the second time, making her second appearance. Mm-hmm. It is... Sans cat, unfortunately. No <laughs> cat. I don't think she realized that we only invited her back for, for the, the cat. cat. Wait, the you did? No, here. that was the reason. Yeah. Wow. This is... Wow. This, yeah. <laughs> was that not clear? Wow. Wow. Do you know, I was, I was a little nervous because... Because you were like, oh, you know, we know it's just like scatterbrain, and, mm-hmm. but there's a reason. I did not know the reason was the cat. Yeah. No, wow. Lauren, Lauren, I mean, you brought a little <laughs> sweet baby blind kitten that you gave Glock We made so many <laughs> to, our, to our episode. Yeah. And we're just like, well, I guess you're so the cat lady. So why didn't you now. tell me at my gate when you I thought me it was up, a package deal. I mean, I would have brought the cat. I was just like, hey, cat, you might be, you're a little bit bigger. You're pooping now. You, you don't yeah, want yeah, to I see a cat that. poop right <laughs> on your lap. You don't. Right on recording. I on your lap, on sure. On the couch, no. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I actually, I prefer the cat not being here. It was it was a little gross. What are you saying? You no, just because he was gross. Just because he seemed like not to be that. She. she Damon sorry. is really <laughs> upset because the cat interrupted him during something. Oh the really? The cat had a big yawn. Oh, and Damon oh, was I just yawned. Like, Damon <laughs> had to stop his thoughts, and he thought that was very rude. There was a <laughs> moment <laughs> where, where he and the cat have had beef for quite some time. He's brought it up in every conversation. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of it yeah. um, no he was cute he was cute she um, she sorry god damn it don't misgender they, they don't were cute um, no okay so it's a lovely Lauren um, she's back and she's wearing a, a second headband because yes. last time she was here I don't know if you mentioned it but she had these purple cat air no it was Minnie Mouse oh sorry yes it was Minnie Mouse yeah. with, the, with the little bow mm-hmm. and now you have a rainbow unicorn <laughs> headdress yes. And uh, since the cat can't be a package either, at the very least, we need to see the headdress every episode. Don't move. I just oh, okay. want, you know, I don't want your head in it. Just uh, sit still. Okay. Every episode that you're here, we need to see something on your head. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, if I could make a request, feathers. Mm-hmm. Feathers. Um, bam. Crown. 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 Um, something bedazzled, maybe. Bedazzled. The crown. Could yeah. be bedazzled. No, no, no. Two diff- don't try and put two oh, in one okay, here. Right, These right. are different requests. <laughs> no, no, no. no. All right, separate items. All right, um, but I like that you are wearing the rainbows, and I'm sure this was not intentional. But the movie that we're talking about today is Inside Out. Yes. I did not think about that. No, but you did now not. I <laughs> really <laughs> was not. Yep. 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 And uh, as people who have seen Inside Out, or at least maybe you've seen the poster of it, you've seen those colorful characters, mm-hmm. and each uh, the 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 movie, of course, features the emotions of a twelve year old girl. Yeah. Yes. And each of those emotions is represented by a different color. It's five. Eleven five different colors. 12, yes. Yeah, five different Another emotions, five. five different colors. And and your your headwear does portray those different emotions that's in those cr- colors. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I so really did not do that intentionally yeah. at you, you all. You came through. You I really didn't even... Did. Okay, I'm not even going to confess that. It's going to give me bad 
minus points. Subconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> and the subconscious does play a part in it this. It does so play. A, I feel like y- you, your, your subconscious knew you were coming on this episode mm-hmm. and they pushed all those buttons to they, make you choose that. They did that. this to compensate for the fact I did not rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> but... You know, I, I, I didn't rewatch it. Okay, either. great. Bam, Bam is doing the heavy lifting for the research this okay. episode. Yeah. Um, so da- da- Damien, I-, I sent out a tweet last night and said that, okay, I just rewatched Inside <laughs> Out, had a good old cry, time for bed. Oh, and you, then you, Damien just like, you masochist, why would you watch that again? Yeah. Don't need to. <laughs> yeah. It, it Even though our podcast is specifically rewatched in this movie. <laughs> no, but like it... When you're traumatized, the last time you watched this movie, 2015, when it really? came out. Okay, fair enough. When when you are traumatized by a film, yes, you do not need to revisit that. Sure. All right. This movie. I think the opposite. I think if a film really traumatized me, then like I should like give it a few years and go like, hmm, am I dead inside yet? Just let's, pick let's, up let that. Me, let me pick take another crack wound. at it. Yeah. No, I, I'm glad it. you said that though, Damon, because I felt bad. I was like, I I just don't want to rewatch this, this film. It's great yeah. for our podcast yeah. listeners to know. Really you know, like I was like, I want really a research on this. On this like episode. I downloaded it and I was like, I just don't want to feel those things, right? Like I don't. Oh, you had it ready to go. You could have just like skipped around the bing bong scenes to be perfect. Oh, yeah. bing bong. When you say it, man. When you say the name so early. Who's your friend name? Uh, bing bong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but I think that is a, a testament to this movie that both me and Lauren did not rewatch it, but we still feel as okay, though okay, it yeah. was just I, I, yesterday. I, I, would like, yeah. I would like your immediate emotional takes of what you thought when you watched the film. Okay. Um, when I first watched it, walking out of it, Thera. I felt... Oh, walking out to the theater. Yeah. I immediately the first thought that came to my mind was Pixar's back. Yeah, because <laughs> this this was after a few like good di- like good dinosaur and brave good dinosaur brave, brave yeah. cars too. Right, right, right. Um, they're, they're under they're under. Don't be true. Yeah, it wasn't the best time because up until like Cars two, it was just like hit after hit. Mm-hmm. Even the first Cars is you know it's decent, but it's not like you know. By finding it's Nemo decent, standards. but you're also just like, okay, guys, that's, that's, yeah. that's your worst work, technically. By the way, you know, that's that the reason why you have multiple toy stores and multiple cars. Money. Money. Disney wants because money. Because yeah. they sell merchandise of those two Kids franchises. Kids like toy cars anyway. Yeah. So now you <laughs> slap a cute face on it. <laughs> yeah. Double the money. Yeah. <laughs> you get double the and money. And you can have a, mo- a remote control Lightning McQueen. You right. can have a Lightning McQueen that flies. Let us not forget the social strangle Larry the Cable Guy had Bro. on culture <laughs> during this time. Yeah, yeah. This is like mid 2000s. Yep. He's, he's, yeah, Crushing doing well. Right now, um, so, yeah, but when I walked out of Inside Out and I was thinking, this gives me that feeling that no other studio was able mm-hmm. to do. Because it just it it took this concept which seemed so simple, seemed so fun and whimsical, Mm -hmm. and just broke my heart throughout (laughs) of it. Um, And really, but at the same time, breaking my heart, but also making me feel incredibly hopeful. Mm -hmm. Um, It's and it's unique in the sense that this is not uh, a Pixar movie that has an antagonist per se. Or even like uh, um, uh, there's a there's a we plot can, we can get into that, definitely, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but it's not like usually there's a hero and a villain. Hero like a villain, yeah. this is this is a young girl battling her yeah. inner demons. It's not like Bugs Life. We're just like ants, good cricket bat. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and you know Kevin Spacey playing the cricket. Sure, but that, yeah. that helps. Yeah. Um, uh, Lauren, what, what are your first thoughts? I just thought it was brilliant. Like I just thought, what like a brilliant way to to teach 
like it's a kids movie, right? But yeah. it's Pixar, so we're gonna watch it too because it's just objectively good. But I was like, Pixar what makes kids movies that yeah. Are secretly for but adults. I just <laughs> thought it was a really brilliant way to to explain that sort of emotional landscape to 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 people that Gosh, young mm -hmm. because the way they personified it the way like the animation was even like i don't know i'm not going to get to the end but even with the colors of of the balls and like the mixture of emotions yeah. and and having the protagonist be like a 12 year old going through these things and and just like how the movie progressed with with all the concepts um, and like how they explain like abstract thought mm -hmm. i just thought it was like a really brilliant representation yeah. of, of, of of like and i, I loved how the animation like helped Helped with that, I loved how how they told the story. I loved, as you said, that there isn't really an antagonist. It's really herself that she's dealing yeah. with, and I just thought it was like a great teaching moment. And, and yeah, just I was just impressed yeah. okay. with it as a kids movie. So I was sad though. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about emotions, sure. I was I was like, mm. let's crack on those emotional tears. Some yeah. tears. Yeah. So so, so I, I I didn't watch this in the theater oddly. Um, I watched this. With some friends, um, where we were a few drinks deep. Oh boy! <laughs> so it's like we just like on a on a, on a Sunday evening, we just cracked this open, and so I'm watching it, and I'm like, I had the same feeling, like, haha, Pixar, you back, baby. <laughs> this is this is great. Yeah. And then so I am. This is 2015, and I am at like this point in my life where I'm just like, I am gung ho on just like fully being happy all the time. Right, right. So here comes Joy and I'm just like, great character, nothing wrong with her. Uh, yeah. And then sadness is just like, hey, can we think about sad thoughts? And I'm like, no sadness. Bah! Yeah. So I, I just remember having this feeling of just like, this is such, like I said, a brilliant telling of like essentially abstract thoughts, mm -hmm. emotions, right? Uh, just a, a brilliant way to personify them and tell a story. And then, so I spend the first of this movie really on the side of joy very upset about sadness yeah and the movie then has the lovely way of teaching me a fucking adult yep yeah. that sadness is actually an important emotion Gotta acknowledge that you it. need to embrace mm -hmm. without without sadness you cannot create empathy for other people yep and right. even though i was always empathetic for me to watch this and without saying it i've I vocalize it for the first time. Like, in towards the end of the movie, I, like, actually start crying when Joy re when, when, we re when they realize, like, oh, no, you need you need to hand this over. Yeah. And think about things. Yeah. And this is the first time I, like, said it out loud. And even though it's a... It, it's just a vocalization of saying, like, oh, I need to accept this. I really feel like this movie, like, changed me on some small yeah, cellular level. I don't think anybody watches this and doesn't come out of it the other side. I mean, even yeah. if you... Even if you have some emotional awareness of that you know that dichotomy of of joy and sadness and and having to embrace both parts yeah. of you i think just seeing it portrayed and yeah. seeing the the battle between those two emotions mm -hmm. be personified because that's kind of um pixar's thing is that they they provide voices to inanimate things, things yeah. in mm -hmm. in a very heart-wrenching way yeah more more than you know i mean that's a thing with animation you know you watch like the brave little toaster <laughs> why i'm feeling things for a thing that makes my pop tarts right. um 
and it was that was the funny thing about when this movie came out because it was just like okay what if toys have feelings what if bugs yeah. have feelings mm-hmm. what if feelings have, have feelings, feelings. Yeah. Like, what? yeah but what i really love about it is that they really they they actually like imbued actual psychological concepts and yeah. actually how it works like with abstract they thoughts the actual yeah like with the abstract thought scene where they were like deconstructing like they, she was like oh my god there's four stages and they like mm-hmm. visually represented yeah. that, that's actually like how it is oh, yeah. in psychology and i thought that was really cool yeah because the audience, you know, they're like, "Yeah, hi." Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. But it, <laughs> when, when developing this film, like, like they did it, their it, research, it, you know, like they really. It, it took them five years to do this film. Yeah. Half of it was just like getting into psychology and working on the story. Right. They originally had twenty-seven emotions. Oh my god! And then they filtered it down to like to like five. Yeah. Like, like surprise was one of. The but it's 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 extremely well researched and it gets into some very um, kind of high concepts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it's is the most high concept, I would argue. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm, soul is pretty pretty up Soul's there. Soul's right, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like this was like this has. Mm, I mean, I don't. I hate to compare them, but I think this has a more interesting lesson than soul necessarily. Um, I the, 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 think it's, a, it's the same director, Pete Doctor. Yeah. So they're, they're, I, I think so. So soul, category, but. soul hit me in the sense of like, it, it showed, okay, this is a twelve-year-old girl, and it's it it has that thing going on where it's like, she's at that point in your life where you, these are your formative years, and yeah. you figure things out by the time you're an yeah, adult. I I I, I, I can yeah. empathize with her way easier. Yeah, yeah. and soul is kind of like. Okay, you're older. You feel like you know everything. You still kind of don't, don't yeah. you know. And that's what I kind of like and about maybe that. Maybe you'll never do. Maybe you never do, and maybe you just die. <laughs> um, yeah. Who was a villain? I never watched that. So in, in Soul, yeah. Uh, there isn't. There isn't technically a villain. There's a little antagonist in the background. Bureaucracy is bureaucracy, the villain. Yes, bureaucracy is because he's he's kind of like he's a, a pencil pusher up in heaven, and he's like there's an so, errant yeah. soul. Soul is about somebody trying to go into heaven, mm. or, or they're on their way, but they don't want to. They turn yeah. around. They want to go back. They're, to they're Earth. like on this literal stairway to heaven, yeah. and they turn around like no, I don't yeah, want to. Don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> and turn around, don't want to die yet. Yeah. And then the ethereal forces that control heaven and the mm. afterlife are like. Like the numbers don't add up. Like, hey, we're missing a person. Yeah. So they chase them back into the real oh, world. Right. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um. So, so that's more like the straightforward. You know, we're running from a bad guy kind of thing. Um. And I, I had a thought. Um. As it relates this to those, there's lots of thoughts in them. <laughs> um. Yeah. I was saying like it's very well researched and it, it has a lot of those concepts in there that are kind of hard to grapple with. Yeah. But it makes them so accessible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like regardless of what age exactly, you're at, yeah. I feel like this is going to resonate with you. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and at the very least, they introduce it, you know. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. later on, you can go and do like, but it's like and it's represented so like well it, that you can easily just like. like it's it, strange, whenever we talk about like these quote unquote kids movies, yeah, we're always discussing them like as adults. I never stop to like act like yeah. eight-year-olds. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how this hit with the the twelve-year-old yeah. girls. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. Like I, I've seen the only kids movies I've seen with my little nieces and nephews are like not something that require like you know thought afterwards like yeah. minions and so there's no right, discussion to be had with, with, after with, watching minions. with minions it's a lot of like rah and they're just flying through it's the air cute and, adventure and yeah it's over. It's and I'm wondering is is this that. something where it's like they would like a little bit more pew 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 action stuff in it. You know, it's it it moves at a good pace. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'd really have to. We'd have to get like a little kid here yeah. and, and interview them. Kenny, got any kids hanging around? Okay, that's. Oh, you you, you got the link. Like that's uh, <laughs> that's unsettling. Source some um, nine months kid. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So let's talk. 
<laughs> let's let's um let's talk about the um the the emotions that they have in the movie. There's joy, sadness, fear, anger, and disgust. Mm-hmm. And I think what a goddamn winning cast. Mm-hmm. Every single cast member perfect, is perfect. perfect. So you've got Amy Poehler as Joy. Yep. And this is right when she's in the show Parks and Recreation, Parks and Rec, yep. which if you've not seen that show, she is essentially the same character. She yep. is eternally positive. Hyper energetic. Uh, hyper, hyper energetic. Yeah. She is uh, the, the, the head of this uh, parks gov- governmental Park. yeah parks department. And... Lots of people that work there don't really care about the job that they're doing, yeah. and she's met. They're all government workers, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're, she's met with a lot of frustration, and she has to keep them upbeat. Mm-hmm. She's basically just like the the cheerleader yes, uh, of the entire yeah. thing. Um, Phyllis Smith, who plays Sadness, uh, yes. was also on The Office. Yeah, yeah. She's essentially uh, so the same, like her. Yes, like so, so she plays so Phyllis on The Office. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's very funny that I wanted to do this because I am currently now for the first time watching The Office. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on like season seven now. Okay. And uh, yeah, okay. I, I would I would watch The Office like on and off when I caught it, but I never like sat down and read yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that it's on Netflix, pl- free plug, um, <laughs> I'm now sitting down and like watching the entirety of it. And even when watching it, just tangentially knowing Phyllis from the off, her real both character name and yeah, yeah, yeah. and and her real name is Phyllis. Yeah, just watching it, I was just like, in 2015, I'm just like, that is dynamite casting yes. for the yeah. personification of sadness because she, her her character in in office like there's a yeah. deep well of sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like undertone to her. She 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 has voice. a real uh, David Downer kind of kind of voice. Yeah. to everything everything she says just seems like. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I, so and then there's also um Bill Hader as Fear. Yes, yes. Which is very like he has he, he this, was on this is in his, in his SNL days where yeah. he's just playing every wacky kind of character. And he was on Saturday Night Live. So so um he would talk about how he would get anxiety attacks going in uh, going on stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going out to Saturday Night Live and he was in a lot of sketches so he was just anxious he's every single night. He's such a chameleon. Yeah. Like at this point he's hi- he has like 50 diff- wildly different characters yeah, yeah, yeah. on SNL at this point. Yeah. And yeah. But his baseline voice is very kind of like nattering and, and yes. anxious and annoying. Yeah. Um and then coming through of course Louis Black there was no other choice as anger there was just no <laughs> <laughs> like uh, this is maybe one of the best cast ever assembled yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a film I, uh, I would and argue. then finally also an office alum uh, is Mindy Kaling, Mindy Kaling yep. as yeah. disgust who it, she does that like very annoying kind of jealous high schooler jealous voice high school both pestering but also yeah, like, yeah. also full but of also like full of, on, of both everything yeah, yeah exactly um, and even outside of the emotions, um, Kyle MacLachlan playing a dad. Yep. <laughs> He's very daddish. Dan, um, Dan Lane as Dan the mom. Dan Lane as the mom. Yep. You know, like, it's just, there's, uh, and, and. Lest, lest we forget. Yeah. Uh, lest we forget. The, the Pyrocan of the episode, the Pyrocan of the movie. Of the film. Richard Mr. Kind. Mr. Bing Bong himself. Bing, Bing Bong. Bong. Um, <laughs> when I first met Bing Bong. Mm-hmm. Holy God, did I dislike this character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was... He was I, didn't like him, I didn't dislike him at all. I was just like, yes, this is what a little girl would make up. <laughs> he, he... So, all right. Let me just get this right. Um, okay, no. I'm thinking of the wrong person. Um, Richard Kind, he, he has... Lovely character. Actor. Yeah. So, he's also been in quite a few Pixar movies. Yeah. Um, he was in Bugs Life as mm-hmm, the... Mm-hmm. the, um, the, the sidekick to the villain yes. who was fucking up all over the place. Yep. 
Um, he's he was in Toy Story three. I don't remember his role though. I'm seeing it here. Um, but he he's one of the the little girls' toys. I oh, was, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so she he he he's a good voice actor. He does a lot. Oh, of yeah. he, he he knows how to give you a lot of energy and and mm-hmm. life with his voice alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I met him, I was kind of just like. Okay, this is like a child's concoction. Yeah. This is the imaginary, uh, you know, thing. Um, and he was just bouncing all over the place, and I, I was kind of involved in the he, plot. He, he's a great like addition to joy. Or it was like, okay, now we got two over over happy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now I don't remember exactly how what. I, I was having to run through the plot of this film you watched seven, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Because I, I remember <laughs> what happens to him, but I've kind of blocked out why it happens because I don't want to think of it as needing to happen. Like in my mind, I'm thinking he could have been saved. Okay. But I just want to know, like, the yeah. <coughs> I can see why it happened, but like what you can run it so I can, <laughs> we can. Lauren, I'm sorry. There's a unicorn in this film. And now that you are <laughs> draped in a lovely white fur with the horn. <laughs> You are now perfectly. I know it's perfect. Unicorn. I'm going to take a nice picture of you. I'm like Bing Bong. No, you're not like Bing Bong. Oh, there's no, there's I'm an I'm actual unicorn character. Oh, really? Because you put the fur of. I don't need to see your arm. You're okay. in the person. There we go. There we go. I feel nice, so. Nice, lovely unicorn. There we go. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> uh, if I may run through the plot of this film. Yeah. Okay. A little baby girl called Riley is born. She opens her eyes for the first time. You are now seeing both her life and the inside workings of her thought process in her head. She see th- uh, her first primary emotion is joy. Joy uh, is inside her head, so she's whenever her eyes are open, the emotions get to see what she sees, and then the the primary emotion joy has a control board in front of her, and she basically controls Riley's. She gives like hints as to what Riley will do, and then Riley responds through her own. So, baby Riley opens her eyes, sees her parents, joy, right? And how the how the movie person, the movie um shows Riley's um thought process is whenever a a core memory, a memory she'll never, almost never forget, happens, it forms a key part of her personality. Um, and and then subsequently, every time she has a new emotion, a, a new emotion kind of comes over, personifies itself, and controls that aspect of her of herself uh so with other than the core memories which determine major aspects of her life there are simply small memories right which like build up um her database as a person database. let's say um oh it's now coming back to me now yes yeah, yeah okay so now we see like kind of montages of her growing up being a silly little baby playing with her parents you know learning to like be be wary of things like sh- she's afraid of like tripping over electrical cords right thus um fair is born fair is born yeah. um her father is tr- is trying to like get her to eat broccoli she doesn't want it thus becomes disgust mm-hmm. he keeps on trying to give her broccoli she gets angry thus anger is born mm-hmm. yeah yeah you see so you see the five emotions being born then there is also sadness sadness comes second actually after joy right um because uh she <laughs> uh she she, 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 she she's basically like being put away somewhere and she's kind of gets scared right and then the sadness comes in um and then so these form like the core aspects of her personality so she's growing up you know she's having a great time with her parents the emotions are you know doing their job yada 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 and 
what happens is her father gets a new job and they have to move. They have to move from beautiful Minnesota yep. to busybody San Francisco. This is like the first time she's going, as an 11 year old, she's going to like a really turbulent time in her life. Sadness, no. Uh, sh- sadness, the, the, in, in, in the little control panel of her mind, sadness is now kind of fiddling with the memories, right. fidd- fiddling with, with, with her thought processes. And what, what were all five core happy memories, now that Riley is being moved and displaced, she's now turning these good memories into like nostalgic, almost sad memories. Yeah, so essentially so like... So sa- sadness feels overwhelmed to now think of these thoughts as like, I'm now being removed from my home. These are no, these are no longer happy thoughts. I'm now thinking like these are going to be taken away and be bad thoughts. Right, right, right. So sadness, something overcomes her and she has to kind of meddle with that. But mm-hmm. joy, who first views herself as a primary emotion, is completely upset yeah. that sadness is trying to distort... These, these these core emotions. She's like, I had a perfect track record. Yes. So now I was employee of the exactly. month around here. <laughs> so they on the move over, um, they eventually get into a fight, and what happens is they all the core memories of her personality, um, w- uh, which are literally personified by like um, little almost um, a mini mini parks that pop up in mm-hmm. in her brain, they. Sadness and emotion in, in, in sort of a fight to like kind of mess with the core emotions, they all drop out. So she kind of shuts down for a bit. Yeah. Emotionally, as, she, as she's dealing with the new, the new move. So and, and while all this is going on, her parents are reacting to all of the internal changes. Yes. And, yes, yes, yes. and it, it's, it's that she very... She is um, becoming a, a mood little teenager. Yes. And it, it's right at that pivotal say. time in adolescence yes. that yep. the move happens. So she has a lot going on yes. even outside of that. And, and, exactly. and it's, yeah. it's a very classic, like, mom is like, what happened to my, my, my happy little girl? Yes. Yeah. And all the pressure that comes when your mom I mean, says that to you. Yeah, that is... That is um, that's not a good thing to say to a child. Like, no. my happy, like, you see them experiencing something turbulent and you're, you're just saying, well, what, you know, you're, you're a happy person. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it's a Also, there, there, there's a pivotal moment shortly after they moved the first night where, um, so, so joy, joy and, and sadness, essentially in their fight, they get sucked up into the tube system that works her brain. They, they get sucked up into basically the latent part of her brain. Yeah. And they need to get back to the headquarters to control her emotions. So what is left is anger, sadness, and fear. No, running anger, her brain. Anger, disgust. Fear, disgust. Yeah. Running her brain while joy and sadness are un- unable to get back and murder. So the, the, the journey of the film is them essentially trying to get back from the era of her subconscious back up to the headquarters to run it. So during this time... All she can really feel is is you know fair fair disgust angle. Um, there's a very pivotal moment shortly after she gets hurt, she gets sh- shot down, quote unquote, when her her the first night they're sleeping over, her mom basically comes into her bedroom to like put her to bed, and she's just like, "This is a really tough move for your father. We're so happy. Like, can we pretend to be happy for him? Oh, that's to, so sad. I to don't remember like that help uh, like just you know, help help us along with the move. Yeah. And her mother kind of like don't she, she basically says out loud like let's not worry about your emotions right now. Let's try and fake and pretend. And Riley kind of takes that and you know she fair and disgust kind of has to has to reply for her because she she doesn't even know how to like really 
accept this information. She, she both like agrees, but there you literally see the internal battle, literally that like she cannot. She, she she knows she should, but she it's very hard for her to accept that. So it the so the movie then continues the journey with joy and sadness. You see her kind of having breakdowns at school over this move. She eventually she has sort of a little breakdown at school where she kind of vocalizes that she moved and she gets kind of sad about it and then she eventually decides upon herself to just oh uh her her she also faced um goes on like skype or whatever with her friend and she learns that yeah skype it's 2015 (laughs) um she 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 sees that her friend who she used to play hockey with her her best friend back in minnesota she has a new friend now so she feels uh, already replaced she feels already replaced and then she then decides upon herself that she's going to a steal her mom's credit card buy a bus ticket buy it to minnesota and then run away mm-hmm. back to Minnesota, and you know this is this is very much a, a twelve-year-old's plan, which is I'll just go back to the place where I'm happy. No idea how I'm going to sort myself, yeah. but I'll just go <laughs> back to the place where I'm happy. Um, and she eventually, you know, gets on the bus. The bus starts moving, but during all this time, you're seeing aspects of her personality break down, and she essentially goes into just a hypo state of depression and just locking herself off, and. You see the personifications of aspects of our person that just fall into the wayside, yeah. fall into the wayside, and you see the the emotions themselves um, getting more and more panicked, and anger, which is the baseline of what she's feeling, then becomes a primary emotion. It, while it sor- she's depressed, while she's depressed. So right? when she fell into the depression, um, were joy and sadness lost in her subconscious, or were they, they still they, at yeah, the headquarters? They were, la- they were lost in her subconscious. Because that's interesting, because, it, like, it, you know... It, with it, 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 they, they get... they get. She has a breakdown after she... Okay, so they move. Uh-huh. They're, they're, in, they're in... She's in her first day of school. Yeah. And they, they kind of have... That's when the fight happens, mm-hmm. and they kind of get sucked up into the tube system, mm-hmm. and then that's when so, she kind so of... they are no longer part of her emotional landscape at yes. that point. I find that very interesting that she got depressed at that point, because a, a common misconception about depression is that it is it is overarchingly sadness, and, and there, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of, of resentment, fear, yeah. disgust, and I love that those three were the emotions left with her in mm-hmm. that state, and not sadness is what everybody... Yeah. You know, that was like the first mm-hmm. thought. Depression yeah. isn't sometimes even sadness. It's yeah, just yeah, total exactly. lock off. I'm just saying it's yeah. like very common when people you hear people talking about mental yeah. health and depression. They always think it's sadness, and that's why they can say snap out of it. But mm-hmm. then you know you have the irritability that comes mm-hmm. with anger, but and I love that they left that there. Depression while is she more was disgust at yourself and yeah, the world. Yeah, and, and, and those emotions are relevant, and, mm-hmm. I, and I really like that they did that. Yeah. But it's even outside of just how people think about depression, but the way people use the word depression. Yeah, exactly. Anytime someone is a little bit more than sad. their usual sad mm-hmm. yeah, they're like if they're, they're told they have to work on the weekend for mm-hmm. their jobs like oh I'm so depressed by this yeah. like you're not really depressed yeah. you're disappointed so you may be a little fling sad fling away word, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's we, like we, we live in a world of superlatives unfortunately. Yeah. yeah so it is It yeah I think it's quite brilliant that they, yeah, they exactly. literally have her in the depressed state and they have those different they emotions exa- and not the one yeah. that you would commonly right 
So so somebody watching it can go, oh, well, huh, no sadness, but yeah, depressed? Exactly. Interesting. Depression might be different than what I thought. <laughs> I love that it leaves you with things to consider yeah. and things to explore further after the film. Yeah. Because you're going to have questions, right? But you know, they knew what they were doing. They thought this through. So <laughs> you would, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, some like, anyway. Do you think what, like writing this movie, they were thinking about the different emotions that were pressing buttons in their brains? Like, as they, oh, as for they're, sure. As they're conceptualizing yeah, like how I said, people Like I said, they, sure. they had 27 yeah. emotions that they narrowed down to five yeah. eventually. Right. I'm just, you know, lending an ear here and I don't really recall the film. But oh, Ken, what, what are you doing here? I'm just <laughs> in the studio <laughs> all the time. You've been stuck down there for two weeks. Yeah, you guys you stuck me in a corner. I couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah, we lock the door when we leave just so that the rats can't get out. Oops, this is like that Korean movie. Anyway. Old boy himself. Oh, God. But no, from what Bam was describing, it sounds like there's a step, right? Um, so she was probably dissociating. Yes. Right? Maybe not quite depression, depression, mm-hmm. but just dissociating. So D- like it, That's her defense mechanism to show right. yeah. And then like depression clinically it's there's like a time a time frame mm-hmm. before you can actually call somebody depressed. Because okay. people come in and out of it. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. it the dissociation is very intense and it is a trauma response. And that's probably why the other emotions were not available. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, so Right, so I'd, 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 I'd I think for I'd depression, I'd it has to be like two weeks or something. Like it has to be prolonged enough. To um, it's like it's to like uh, when when someone goes missing, you have to wait forty eight yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. These emotions must be missing for two we weeks we before we get a hard time stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I just said basically what happens to Riley, but mm. the inner workings of her brain now, joy and sadness. Uh, while 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 Fair discussing anger, her primary emotions, joy and sadness are trying to get back the core memories. The core, mem- the core members which are personified as these little orbs yeah. um, back to headquarters. So they basically travel through what is the inner workings of her brain. Her brain is essentially this like large database of memories and emotions and there are like there are aspects of her brain. You see the personifications of her imagination. You see the personification of her dreams. <laughs> you see um, all these, all these little, there's daydream section. There's yep. her subconscious, which mm. is a, you know, represented as a, a large crater in the floor. <laughs> so they're essentially trying to like just get their way back up. On the way to doing this now, they encounter a la- latent part of her brain, mm-hmm. which is this old imaginary friend called Bing, Bing Bong. Bong. <laughs> he is a... Uh, what seems to be a, a a pink elephant, largely made out of cotton candy. Yep. And um, so he comes along, and he's kind of their guide to this. They say the best way to get up would be to use the train of thought, which here is a large <laughs> train <laughs> heading up, <laughs> flying, flying, flying through this. Okay, sky. okay. I just yeah. want to go back to his design for a bit. So he's a Sorry. pink elephant, mm-hmm. body's made out of cotton candy. Mm-hmm. He's got the tail of like a purple raccoon. Yes. Uh, he's wearing. Uh, like an old timey hobo mm-hmm. outfit where mm-hmm. he's got like the the tweed jacket, mm-hmm. the fingerless gloves, mm-hmm. and he's got a flower with all the colors of the rainbow yep. on it, and a little uh, uh, what you call it, um, the the bowler hat, sure, and a polka dot purple and pink polka mm-hmm. dot bow tie, mm-hmm. you know. 
Yeah. Good, good. Has, has that been the fashion section of our? Of our I mean, <laughs> I mean, like when you're yay high, walking you know, down, you just throw stuff together. Yeah, it's just like a most <laughs> random assortment yeah, of things. Yeah, you just like go in like your your mom's closets and you just put things on. Yeah. Anything. And like, I didn't hear of an imaginary friend. Huh? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh no. I didn't. I was told I had one, but I don't believe. What the hell does that mean? Who told you you have one? My my family, they're like, you know, what? Well, okay, so it's like a little aside, but they thought it was um, related to a, a demonic entity. Okay. What actually happened was, I think I had a fever, sure. and I, I, I <laughs> sure. and I was talking to this frog sure. that wasn't really there, sure. <laughs> and um, so they were like, you're imagining, but I, I, I just, it, I had a fever, guys, but that's the closest. Okay. All right. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. That, that has been the Lauren Owl. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I just imagine Riley like coming up to our mom and saying, and then and then Bing Bong and his his body is made of cotton candy and he has on a jacket and he has a he has a raccoon tail and he has a hat and his nose he comes out in the shape of a heart and mom is just like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did, did, did cool. you guys know imaginary friends over here? First, did I? I, w- I was never told uh-huh. that I had one. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't think I had imaginary. Okay. I had real friends. Did you, did you <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, great. Me, me too. Because whenever I heard the term imaginary friend, I at first thought this was like a construct by film, American film, yeah, yeah, yeah. And TV. Because I had never heard of anyone. Do you know anybody with one? Ima- no, I didn't I know anybody. Don't know anybody. So I, I, I thought friend. it was one of those things like broccoli being disgusting, yeah. which is just a wholesale invention of like American media. Because I'm just like, no, nobody actually has an imaginary friend. Yeah. Or or like has this? Because so like, I feel like it was kind of as you just said, probably a demonic presence. Because <laughs> I feel like sure. in in our culture, if if a child comes to you and starts talking about how or they're talking to somebody that who isn't there, they uh, go to church. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's so sad because I feel like that's such a stifler. I don't to, think it's. Sad. I think it's a stifler for creativity. Well, what if like you conceptualize something as a child and you are just speaking out loud and your very I religious parents are like, listen. "Oh, the demons," and then you just feel like there's something wrong with your imagination. If, 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 if <laughs> protecting your child from demons comes at the what? cost of Aren't stifling they don't their death creativity. Noted, okay? Right. What? Okay, wow. <laughs> like, I like will anime. stifle the fuck Make out of that. I know, I know about it, though. <laughs> but Damien, yeah. um, this is, so this is devil's advocate question. Is God Definitely. considered an imaginary friend? I, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He is the, the world's imaginary. I, he, I agree. No yeah. more with the yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the OG one would say <laughs> or imagine, imaginary the friend. Best, your best imaginary friend <laughs> yep. is God. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So so here comes Bing Bong as like so joy is now overjoyed because mm-hmm. she's like great somebody who actually knows the inner workings of of this place and can actually get us out. Not even considering the fact that like. Whenever, whenever Joy tries to stifle sadness, which sh- what she does is in the inner workings of, of the control panel, there's like manuals to write on like whole manuals brain. So she always tells sadness to keep sadness busy. She makes she forces sadness to read the manuals. Right. <laughs> this has the side effect of sadness now actually knowing how her <laughs> brain works and how to operate her. Right. Which I saw that as. Do not feel of like something bad happens to you, yeah. and uh, you should just like sit in the sadness of it to think of it. But you kind of immediately distract yourself right. with something mm-hmm. happy to kind ah, of yes, think about yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah, That's yeah. how I read that as. Yeah. Where just like you're, you don't want to like sit and live in your thought, so you just like distract yourself immediately with something. But again, if you just sit in your sadness and think about it, you would have a small epiphany right. about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. just simply sat and thought about the thought. Yeah, so that's that's I read that. It, it, it's a very 
cute little way. They yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Um, it's, it's very intelligent the way that they incorporate the development of the plot with the way the development that of Riley. Well, yeah, the development I mean, of so thought and thought processes. If you really think about it, like everything it they put, it sneaks up on you though. Yeah, you don't right. see, you don't yeah. feel really feel like that's what's happening when it's happening. But then no. after the fact, yeah. it's like if you oh. perhaps watch this a second time. No, no. I, I was too busy watching Guardians twice. Sorry. <laughs> That's fair. I was oh, too busy yeah. last minute watching uh, The Mask. The Mask? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Which that's, that's, a, that's a quick hint for maybe next week. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> uh, Bing Bong eventually helps. The, uh, they eventually have to, like, go into the sub... They eventually have to wake up Riley via dream. Yeah. And, and so Joy says, like, Th- oh, they need her. They need her to wake up to basically start her up, so they can get back up to the train of thought in, into the into the the um, her headspace. Right, right. And so Joy, who's just a complete buffoon, really, is like they do, during her dream. They sneak into Dreamland, and they're like, "Here's what we'll sabotage the dream to be so happy that she'll wake <laughs> up." And Sadness is like, "That's not really how <laughs> dreams work. We should actually scare her." And yeah. she's like, "What? Why would we scare her?" <laughs> like, like they have they have that argument. Um, so, so you you see the inner workings of dream, which is of course like a, a basically like a Hollywood studio. Like, there's a producer, and there's script notes, and they're just like, "Okay, today today in school, Riley like had like some breakdown at school, so we're gonna do a yeah. real what? We're gonna do a reenactment of that." And I so remember that now that you say. To harken back to another um, animated movie, which was about the inner, inner workings of a, a, a person, mm-hmm. movie Osmosis Jones. Yes. Underrated Osmosis movie, Jones. right? Sure. Um, you've never seen Osmosis Jones? I don't know. It sounds so familiar. It's kind of, was kind that of similar man? design to the characters. It is, also. yeah. It's a little green. It's, it's a little blue it, it, man. It's, it's blue. It's, okay. it's, it's Chris Rock as yes. a He's a white, white blood, blood cell. cell. Which is brilliant. I think because I remember white it. How long ago? When 2001. 2001, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's very long ago. So white blood cells are kind of like the police force of the body because mm-hmm. they, they seek out infections and they, you know, eradicate them, right? But there's a point where they go into the brain mm-hmm. and it's it's like a movie theater mm-hmm. and every every theater is playing a different dream mm-hmm. and and there's one where the main character um is in this is like a this is bill murray he's like 45 year old mm-hmm. man with a child but in the dream he eats a rotten egg i think he he, he the, the, egg fa- the egg fall. This disgusting egg falls on the floor in dirt, and he picks it up. And no, no, it. no! Not only that, the egg falls is p- picked up by a chimpanzee. Chimpanzee okay. puts it in his mouth. Right. Falls on the ground again. Then Bill Murray then, then picks it up, says 10 second rule, drill. and eats it. Right. It, it's it's very similar to to where he's they're showing the dream of him in class, and he stands up, and his pants are mm-hmm. gone, and it's like in in a movie theater. So when I watched Inside Out, I was like, oh. I'm wondering if there was any influence from that because Osmosis Jones. Well, <laughs> because I mean, you when you're making a movie, you're just thinking, oh, what? If wha- you had to imagine what the personification of your dream logic is, yeah, you would think of it you as think, like a yeah, TV studio. Uh, yeah, yeah, movies. It, that it's either TV studio or like circus act. Yeah, like because because um, uh, Patton Oswalt, the comedian, yeah, he described dreams as he thinks what it is is when a dream happens, there are like several doors. And you open one door, and a little theater group does a play for you. Right, right, right. right. And you open one door, like 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 a producer decides tonight we're having a horror, <laughs> or tonight we're having a suspense, <laughs> and, and then you open it up. And then he was describing dreams are on ambient. Right. And he says when you have ambient, 
he thinks the same theater troupe happens, but then like three doors open at once, and they're just <laughs> yeah. like, and then all theater troops walk out, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. what are you doing here?" And then all three dreams happen simultaneously. That's, yeah, that's what he's Have you ever had that thing where you're in a dream and you're like, "This doesn't make sense," and then the dream just kind of resets? Uh, happened to you? No. no. Uh, what's very interesting? We're talking about this. Yeah. So when I was um, sixteen. Um, 16, 17, uh, and I had a Blackberry. Um, what I started doing was whenever, when I have a dream, uh, this was when I fancied myself a scriptwriter, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> when I had a dream, I would immediately wake up, get my Blackberry, and just write out as much as I could remember and like form a narrative to it, right? And I would do this continuously for like two weeks. And then what I realized what happened was the dreams would become more coherent. Right. Really? Okay. And then eventually, the dream would become essentially a TV series. Okay. Where the dream, I would have a dream. They, they went from like random dreams to the dream would stop. And wherever I stopped in the dream, you would have re- uh, it would just dream. pick up immediately yeah. where I left off. And I was eventually seeing like, that's so cool. movies yeah. play out in my it, dream. Uh, I'm going to try that. <laughs> you going to try that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's happened to me, but it's like, it took like three or four dreams for me to realize, oh, I've been in this world before. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, um, and, and then what, what would happen? I would have this, I also sometimes would just have the same dream yeah. over and over with like light plot points. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Adjusted. Yeah, dreams yeah. are weird. Yeah. They're cool. But yeah. I was, for a good while, I was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> sagas were playing out in well i've been having it recently where um i will get to a point in the dream where it's too much of an inconvenience for me and i the dream just starts over from the point where it made sense Mm -hmm. so like one was like my car got um i came outside and and the wheels were taken off of my car and it was um pushed to the side around a bunch of other scrap metal <laughs> and I was just thinking about the logistics of having to get new tires right. and how to check and I was like it's I don't want to I don't want to deal with this yeah. so the, I just restarted and the car was there yeah. have uh, you ever had the experience of you're in a dream and then you wake up for like a while for me for like half an hour and then, you, and then you fall back asleep and you just pick up where you left off b- before you woke sometimes, up sometimes yeah. yeah that if, happens if to me if I can get back to sleep fast enough because yeah. if it's like a really good one I'm just like nah take me back yeah. sometimes you're just like world. take two boys what, yeah. I'll, what I'll do is like because you know like for me like I'll forget them but I like re- I like say it out loud to myself I'm like okay this ah, happened yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like if I fall back asleep like half an hour, an hour later I'll just like tell myself and then I just like pick up back right and then it goes yeah yeah what 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 did happen eventually also is that like you said like the dream would start over yeah. what i would know i was i would realize i'm dreaming mm-hmm. and then actively think about what i wanted what i to wanted to that's happen, happened to me too yeah. and then it would play it, oh, it works you wait like while you're asleep i'm sleeping i realize i'm in a dream like this must be a dream yes and yeah. i go mm, but i prefer if this happens yes and, and that, my brain I, would you just kind of will it my yeah. brain would make it up for me yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> dreams are cool. They are cool. Really? They're, they're we nice. Do stuff. an Inception episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they they go to the dream, and she tries to um, manipulate the dreams to make them happy, yeah. and it turns out bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, the 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 movie crew at a dream call at the security guards like get these emotions out there. They're not ruining her dream process. Um, she gets a real weird wacky dream where like her teeth falls out and she's just she thinks she's naked at school and um eventually Bing Bong runs in like hey Riley it's me and she's like Bing Bong what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um and eventually they get kicked out and thrown into the subconscious the subconscious which is hair like a large jungle in the middle of this cradle 
and um, eventually they find like an old latent scary clone that was at a birthday party <laughs> and they use this clone to basically burst her wide open and, yeah. and, and, and like scare her awake Yeah. and then when she wakes up the dream was so also so weird that that is when she finally decides like that's it I'm, I'm, I'm moving out. I'm moving back Yeah. and you know she gets a, that's the boss ticket right yeah because she, she in the real world yes. on her a frolic of her own yes. yeah she turns her and her parents are just freaked the hell out mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then there's a pivotal moment where uh jo- joy and sadness they 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 like miss they like miss the train or the train the, the train on the way to it kind of like malfunctions and drops off and their their base she realizes like oh you know what? I can just use back the tubes to like get back up there so she like dismant a tube dismantles and she like tries to jump in the tube but it doesn't it can't take you back up there it can't take you back up the way it took you down Right. And and then she at this last minute kind of pivotal moment where like the 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 ticking clock in the movie is aspects of her personality are dropping mm-hmm. like her goofiness is the first thing to go then her sense of like right and wrong yeah then they're finally the one that's most important is like her family so she's becoming a sociopath she's coming <laughs> <laughs> she's coming her, her family is the last pivot of her emotional that's it it it's shut down but it's not crumpled that that's that's how they personify right so. Joe at the last minute in her last minute ditch effort, she like goes into a tube and sadness and bing bong her following her to like help her. And then she, she in like the moment where I, where 2015 Bam realized that, Oh, Joy is actually the villain. of the Yeah. Film. I was, yep. was going to um, say that in the beginning. That she basically she says, Riley cannot be sad right now. And she pushes away sadness and she tries to go up the tube without, without her. She closes the tube and she tries to go up the tube without her and that locks stuff. And sadness, of course, feels really crappy about this so she runs yeah. away yep. and then it is when she malfunctions and they drop way down into just where all thoughts are thrown away so they're in this they're in this another chasm where like slowly le- pre- all previous thoughts are just slowly disappearing slowly disappearing and when bing bong comes down here he is a thought as well so he slowly starts disappearing mm-hmm. now um the moment in the film where everyone who has not cried yet begins to cry <laughs> mm-hmm. happens here. Yep. Throughout the film, um, they reference that her and Bing Bong used to sit in this little red wagon that they carried, and when they set when they sang a song, the red wagon would shoot out this magical rocket and they would fly around the place. <sighs> you, you 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 sing a song and then the rocket mag- the rocket magic happens. Yeah. They eventually find the rocket. And they're like, oh, we'll just use this to launch ourselves up out of the creator back into subconscious. Joy and Bing Bong are there doing their best. They, they form a little, a little, little um, we call it ramp. Mm-hmm. And they're trying again and again and again to like sing the song, sing the song, yep. blast the thing yep. up, blast, blast the thing up. But yep. it's, it's too much weight. The, the, the rocket doesn't have as much power as it used to. <sighs> so finally, Aww. Bing Bong... So when, when, when Joy is just like, oh, this is never going to work. Joy, sadness goes up to her like, listen, let's try one more time. I got a good feeling about this. They sit in the rocket. They're blasting away, going down the ramp. And as soon as the rocket is about to like hit off, mm-hmm. Bing Bong grabs her and just like, sing as loudly as you can, Joy. Sing as loudly as you can. And he jumps off of the wagon. Yeah. And the rocket flies off. Remember earlier when I said that I hated this character when I first met him? Is this why? I f- no, no, no. I felt such guilt <laughs> yeah. for, for, for disliking him. Yeah. Because, like, you goddamn noble hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. you sacrificial <laughs> like, so imaginary friend. Bing Bong 
sits in the cradle, slowly disappears into dust. Just why? Why did that have to joy, do that? Joy, Joy, Joy. Uh, sorry, I did mention this, but pre- previous to getting into Rocket, Joy realized. Joy looks on a, on a previous happy memory, which is um, which is uh, when she her first hockey match, where she real or sad sadness um. This is, the, this is the orb sadness touches that changes the memory, which triggers the plot in the first place, where she realizes that, like, this is her first hockey match. And she, she, it was a first, like, everyone congratulated her because she came so close to winning, but she didn't get it. And then she realizes that, like, she looks on the memory fully mm-hmm. and she realizes that the reason she likes that is that even though she lost her parents sat on a tree and like consoled her yeah. and made her feel better. And then right. that's where the empathy that's comes in. That's where the in. empathy yeah. comes in. And Joy realizes, oh, she both needs to be happy and sad yeah. to be a fully fledged person. Yeah, this like, is when she realizes. Yeah. And so then Bing Bong helps her out and, you know, she gets back to sadness. She then has to locate sadness and she gets a new plan to get them back into headquarters. But I saw this as like, when you are becoming a fully fledged person, yep, there are simply childish things that you have to let go, fully. Mm, yep. Yeah, I agree. And so this is Bing Bong, her imaginary friend, sacrificing himself, going to the yep. wayside for Riley to become a human person. Yeah. A, 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 a and that's fully, what Joy couldn't fully. do. That's that's what Joy, Joy couldn't realize. Joy, Joy couldn't like give up like her prominent position to allow her to experience she, the rest yeah. that she needed to develop. Joy but is Bing mad Bong with could. power. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, she, she's like my Riley. Like I'm, th- I'm, I was here first. Yeah, she's yeah. mine. I should be in charge. All and the time. and like, and she has to relinquish. Yeah, mm-hmm. but on the face of it, you're thinking, yeah, you want this girl to be happy. You yeah. like mm-hmm. this Riley girl. Like happiness is good, right? Um, and then it, what you're not getting, I feel like at that point, as you said, Bam, that was the moment of maturing mm-hmm. when when she puts aside Bing Bong, um, because like in <laughs> Inside Out is a weird movie because. Um, if you're just watching the outside, just mm-hmm. of Riley just moving around, you're, see, you're seeing a child become moody. Yeah, it's just yeah. a moody kid doing like throwing a tantrum, mm-hmm. of not being so happy about the move. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 things that happen when you are having that emotional processing, the inner workings of that, and how that that um, plays out, um, they really do make a lot out of that into this movie. And and I really like the the different creative aspects that they have for the different parts of the mind mm-hmm. that's yeah. what i really like about um pixar movies is when you have those things that are just this is such a very inventive world that mm-hmm. they've created um so like um the movie onward mm-hmm. um onward has a really really good emotional end where the whole movie is about these two brothers that want to have a, a moment with their dad and they have this spell um, and the spell only gives them their dad for like half of his body. So mm-hmm. they're walking around with like just the, the l- lower half. Okay. <laughs> Eventually they are able to communicate with him with like just percussion. and, and okay. it, it. But that's actually cool because it's coded as this is how you communicate with your dad who lost his hearing. And, yeah. and, oh. yeah. Yeah. and you learn yeah. how to communicate oh. with him. And that it's really, really yes. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the end of it is they can only talk to him for 24 hours and mm-hmm. they need to get the top half so they can actually hear him speak for 24 hours. So it's a really emotional movie about this family um, coming to terms with the loss and the, you mm-hmm. know grieving. Um, but outside of that, everything about the world is so involved. Like there's a, a creature high school. Um, this is basically like a fantasy world with 
um, modern aesthetics to it. Mm-hmm. So unicorns are essentially like um, raccoons who just <laughs> go through your trash and, and <laughs> are like pests in the world. Um, and I just love, I love when a movie has th- so many things just in the background and in the environment. It's just like y'all just thought about, hey, what about if how would this play out in mm-hmm. in a mind? Um, so uh, good creative team that Pixar. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the 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 core story is so fascinating and engaging. Um, but the 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 thrill of it for me is watching as they're going through this journey the different aspects of a person's mind that they get mm-hmm. into like the the memories the dreams finding the imaginary friend and then turning those fun concepts into the heartbreaking into parts of the movie yes, yeah. i mean there's a reason this movie won an oscar <laughs> and why it's so hev- highly regarded i just think it's an excellent film I'm gonna watch guys I'm great gonna crazy watch. question is this pixar's best work what inside out yeah. <laughs> I I think it is true. Why? It, it it's I think they're both their most sorry, um <laughs> metaphors aside, emotionally fulfilling movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also their most creative concept. I think yeah. how they simplified all those very complicated psychological concepts and applied it in a very real world way yeah. and it just was so seamless like it didn't seem overly complex but you knew it was I thought that was really brilliant uh, also also, I think it's their best message just yeah. Yeah, also, you need yeah. to embrace the fact that you and are it, happy yeah. and sad to it's a simple it's message it's like even at the end message. with the orb and, and then we both touched and it changed yeah. a so color gold, gold, so it's like gold. bittersweet yeah, as yeah, like yeah. A, a good thing to have yeah. like that was really brilliant also when, when, it, when it cuts to the parents um, in a working Yes, that's very in, funny. In ma, in ma, yeah, just very funny. Um, yeah. The mom's primary emotion is sadness. Yeah. Um. So she went through. Maybe she started with this joy and yeah. Mm-hmm. And dad's primary one is anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the baseline personality of both of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think it is. I think this is Pixar, like the Pixar formula or the Pixar. Mm-hmm. Uh, a machine, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. the 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 w- the way that their movies um, make you feel things in in unexpected ways. Yeah, yeah I think this is probably. Damon, are you just saying that Cars Three is better? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Cars Three is fun, but it's not <laughs> this. Um, no, I think I think it is like if if I were to go to to say, hey, this is what Pixar does at its best, I would definitely say Inside Out okay. is it. Um, there's probably like I like. I like how um, epic Monsters Inc. feels, mm-hmm. um, in, in, and I like the the just exploration of that concept of just mm-hmm. monsters under your bed and and it being its whole organization. Like that's a whole different level of creativity, mm-hmm. and and that's what I. Uh, so the fact that they're able to apply that to the to this world and then make those things what is the emotional part of the movie. Um, yeah, I think this is Pixar being doing the thing that nobody else can do mm-hmm. um, and it's very very difficult um, I feel like this could have been a huge failure like this could have been a swing yeah. and a miss oh, yeah. um, but how was it marketed because I don't remember I just remember wanting to see it well they d- they smartly never marketed Bing Bong whatsoever yeah that was a why do you think that was smart because uh, he's he is the big emotional moment quote unquote okay. of the film mm-hmm. so they didn't want to like spoil it for people mm-hmm. they just marketed it as just like 
Look at this girl. Look at her emotions. Yeah. yeah like, when, when anger gets it, she just shouts. Ha ha! Isn't that cute? Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it marks as a like comedy. Think, like yes, more yes, yeah. yeah. No, no, definitely because I remember the trailer now. It was like the scene where she doesn't want to eat broccoli. Yes. And and it's it's yes. showing when the different stages of her response and yes, showing yes, the yes, different yes. people pressing the buttons and the mom getting like that was how it was marketed. Like, oh, yeah. look at Pixar doing Pixar. Hey, they're back hey. at it. And then everybody came to the theater and got crushed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Smart. It Smart. made a lot of money though. It it made eight hundred and fifty eight million dollars worldwide. Cool. That what is what was their budget or one hundred and seventy five. Oh okay. So um, but like, like, Pixar is not um <laughs> like Illumination. So Illumination does the Minions movies mm-hmm. and the Mario movie recently. Mm-hmm. Those make billions of dollars easily. Pixar Pixar has movies where they will not crack half a mil half a billion mm-hmm. like they'll 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 do great but not like no every now and again they put, on like, a toy s- they put on like a toy story three years yeah, yeah yeah they leave such an impact they leave uh, like an I, and impact, I feel like yeah. those like for me are are the best movies and i think that's why i would agree that inside out because it really just like it, it leaves an impression on you yeah after. No, like, like everyone like lots of companies make animated movies yeah. and you can argue which one's the best one i think pixar makes some of the best movies yeah yeah in <laughs> general right yeah. and then like they have like comedic aspects they have something that like pull at your heartstrings like everything is just so well done like i think wally is one of the oh, 50 yeah. best film films ever made yeah uh, the period. only bad thing about pixar is that um they did <laughs> they did kind of snuff out 2d animation for a bit like there's a there's yeah, a yeah. good period where you could not get anybody to give a shit about a 2D animated movie mm-hmm. because... Yeah, that made me so sad. Yeah, CG <laughs> was just like the hot the shit. Hot it movie. was just like, oh, wow, they can do this. They can have all these dimensions to these characters mm-hmm. and the, and evoke such emotion with mm-hmm. them. Um, I would love to see Pixar... Because they've done shorts, Pixar, with 2D animation. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see if they could do a full feature with that 2D? style and yeah, see what back. they could do with that. Um, I wanted to say, because she's not here, but this is one of Britney's favorite movies, and okay. she wanted it to be here, but unfortunately, it's Mother's Day weekend, mm-hmm. which means she has a lot to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but she... So she watched this, and, and she has always had that kind of relationship with her family where she has that pressure to be happy all the time mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. had to really come to terms with her emotions and dealing mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. So the moment of them touching the the orb and and it being Mm -hmm. both of the like that really touched her and i remember this would have been probably christmas of 2015 where uh she was having a particularly stressful day and it was centered around that same thing of um you know not wanting to feel sad and just being frustrated over the fact that she was feeling sad Mm -hmm. and i had got her a christmas ornament which was joy and sadness in an embrace right and this was a few days before Christmas, probably like, I don't know, at, at the most a week before Christmas. And I was like, okay, sit down. I'm going to give you a Christmas present early. And she opened it up, saw on the box, she saw joy and sadness hugging. And girl broke down crying oh. instantly. <laughs> the floodgates were open. Wow. She was like processing her emotions. And I was like... That's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It was a good moment. Like good I moment. also, um, I was watching this, you know, the channel Cinema Therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was watching a, a part of their review of this. Um, and at the end, I, I don't know Blondie's name, but he <laughs> broke down. He broke down crying. Yeah. And it was really a beautiful moment because he was saying 
that like his four-year-old daughter after they had to move um back to i think utah after covid after they had moved to mm -hmm. to la and and you know everybody was really enjoying it they made friends and they had to swiftly move back mm -hmm. and it was really difficult for yeah. his kids yeah and they showed him this movie and he said his four-year-old came to me and i was like well you know now daddy my memories of la are bittersweet and he just started <laughs> crying and he was just saying like it's a really important movie for yeah. him and for him to have gone through that and like be able to show it to his kids yeah you know, yeah yeah Really, really impactful. A good, good movie. Yeah. And um, why, why did we decide to watch this one? I don't know. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Uh, just to to close out, I'll give you my final thoughts on Inside Out. Um, I th yeah, just what a what a great cast. Um, what a great script. Like the way the the story develops, the dialogue in it is is like you you go through a range of emotions for each of the characters. I mean, joy you're on her side for a bit and then there's a point where you definitely say no you are harmful like mm -hmm. I, and i love the way that the movie um brings about the idea of toxic joy <laughs> lots of the time you think toxic anger toxic mm -hmm. fear mm -hmm. toxic sadness all these things are like every other emotion is squarely associated with negativity anything too much of some anything that's too much of it is bad yeah and it, and it, the, the movie has this method method this message method of madness yeah well <laughs> it has a message <laughs> of of balance and it does so with a very balanced movie um and i i you can't be a fully developed person until you embrace all of your emotions exactly and and you know having um riley the the when whenever they cut to Riley, it, it never feels like you want to get back to the the inside world. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like, oh yeah, I'd like to see how this uh, everything that I'm seeing behind the scenes is manifesting in the real world. You yeah. want to actually see I like and the scene where she breaks down crying and talks mm -hmm. to her parents about it. That's also another message. Like, hey, yeah, you're going through this internal process, but you gotta know how to communicate it. You mm -hmm. gotta get the, that message out there so that the people who are around you who do love you can get a sense of what's going on and maybe can help you or at least give you some context, you know? I um, yeah. I, I had a realization last night. Um, so I spoke of the first time I watched it. I watched it again last night and this is when I was just like, I was trying to go in it with like, I'm going to fully overanalyze this and I'm going to see every little thing I missed, you know, seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, whatever. And then I just found myself just like after the first 10 minutes, just warmly embracing it and i'd forgotten my psychoanalytic take and i was just yeah. enjoying it again but then i had the latent thought towards the end um the third act when like riley is like she's buying a ticket she's getting on the bus she's trying to run away i just had this thought where i was just it's funny i've seen so many movies where this similar thing happens where a child wants to run away where you only see the yeah. external and now and you know maybe i cared about the plot maybe i didn't uh, but now that i'm seeing the inner workings of why she's going through this i just had this like <sighs> I, I like like the, the, the last 30 minutes movie really hits me where i just go like dead silent and i'm just like i cannot shake it it, it yeah. really hit me emotionally where i'm just like like pixar has this amazing way of like taking something very small and really getting into it we're like your first time we're like I, I don't like I didn't even think about this thing and now I'm stopping to think about it we're just like I really care about this girl and I'm so upset and I need her emotions to yep. work out themselves yep. and I am more worried about this girl sitting on this like I am 
grabbing like something stressed out when she's on the bus yeah. and so the bus is moving. You forget you're watching a movie and it becomes your reality. Oh yeah, it becomes a reality. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I, I fully, Riley I fully empathize with the character. Fully was a real person. Yeah, like I, she was my little the little neighborhood girl that I yeah. needed to get back home to her parents so she could be safe. Yeah, and protected. I so <laughs> interesting enough. I w- when we did American Pie. We did an American Pie episode. I had this thought where I was just like, when I watched American Pie at 10 years old, I, f- I sort of realized it was the first time in media where I'm seeing two f- um, female characters have an interesting relationship as opposed to like previous media where like I'm always seeing like stereotypical, badly written characters. There's just, and it's American Pie, I know. <laughs> but there are two characters in, in, in that film that are incredible, um, two, two best friends. And so the first time I had this latent thought of like, oh, um, interesting female characters, question mark, thus interesting women in my life, question mark. Like, it didn't no, tr- no, truly, learn, learn. I'm a wow. 10-year-old dummy. I'm a 10-year-old dummy. I'm <laughs> to, sorry. To be fair, this, this is, this he, is he did acknowledge on the episode that we did that, yes, of all the movies to teach him to think about women as fully, As people. As people. As people. Wow. Well, what if women people? So, you know what? Art, sometimes, uh, yeah. it can so surprise <laughs> you. Yeah. So, so, so whenever now I'm seeing media ob- that, like, realistically portrays, like, um, women, I... It's almost like because it because it is so rare, unfortunately. Wow. That it, it it truly like hits me in a special way. Like so, when I'm seeing in the process of this girl waking up, it, it really really because I'm just like I don't see this often and nor see it well enough. And real tangent, there is a Walking Dead video game where you can contr- Clementine. Clementine, Clementine, the Telltale yeah. series, where you essentially play a man who essentially has to adopt this girl and need to raise her during the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the hardest times I've ever cried. Really? In the end, because it's a zombie apocalypse, so terrible things happen, and you need to make a terrible decision to like help her. And it's and you are controlling him to make the actions, do the actions. And it was like the closest I've come to like parenting and I'm to make a difficult adult parent decision. And he does have it a is sweet dog, guys. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just it, it's just it just hit me emotionally in a thing that I've never so I'm I'm very <laughs> the, the, the the like father daughter aspects of things really crack me us. crack me open. Yeah. You the last of us. I I don't want to for that specific reason. It's be- it's really beautiful. Yeah. What the last of us or the last one? Oh, La- so that's the Walking Dead, Dead yeah. t- Telltale. It, 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 okay. You can download it. It's very yeah. easy to find. Okay. It's it, also it's not difficult either because it's basically like you're you're choosing what to do. It, 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 it's a point and click adventure, right? Okay. So okay. it gives you decisions to make, and you yeah. can choose like, yeah, are you going to help these people and help them find food? Or are you going to you know yeah. steal all the, the food that uh, they have? Yeah, the, the it's based off of your decisions. Right. Yes. Yeah. The, the the very interesting thing about it is um you're kind of listening to dialogue, and then you they give you essentially five seconds to read replies and decide what he's going to say. Some of them are and very w- difficult. Yes. They, they, I mean, it's kind of like what it would be like in that yes. environment. Yeah. You would have to make quick decisions. Yeah, they d- really just present very difficult decisions that you need to make very quickly and like what you say will either like, like sometimes they're like, do you make this person angry? Do you, or do you make this person angry? Yeah. Do you help this person? Do you help this person? Do you forget this dynamic of the situation? Do you like, and it, it just presents more and more difficult decisions. Bam, kudos to you for being the only person in the world who watches Inside Out and, and thinks, 
Oh, I'm getting American Pie vibes. Yeah, I know. You know that the the thread you just pulled from Inside Out, American Pie to Walking Dead. Impressive. One of only gonna only on a movie man are you gonna find that kind of analysis. Also, like back like with your point about you said the point says that you just saw a woman as people at 10 i mean a little late bam but you have a mom <laughs> but no, learn <laughs> learn think of yeah, all that's not a woman that's your mom learn learn stop and think of all mass media presented think of all mass media being presented to me as a little boy yeah. Yeah. but is that all that you took like you took everything i emphasize most of stories and tvs and, and movies this is what i'm not like your real life this is what i'm emphasizing through but 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 like as he said when you're watching Dragon Ball Z you're on Goku's side Goku's got oh, uh, a girlfriend Chi you know? yeah. Chi but Chi Chi's awesome yeah, yeah awesome. But, but at this point she's kind of nagging that's her character yeah it's <laughs> full to, aspect to, of her character to help Bam here and also to, to his point right if we put it on like if we if we flip the coin mm-hmm. and you know we're, we're women yeah and uh, you still find you have a lot of mothers who treat their sons like attached toys that's mm-hmm. true yeah. so you know yeah. they don't really see them as yeah. Either, so I I think parents sometimes do that in general, but also I had a, a thing I thought like when you said like the mom's overarching emotion was sadness and mm-hmm. the father was anger and I thought that was so um what's the word like that's, did they do that on purpose because you know yeah, like I the, think the, it the, this very yeah and, and I was just wondering I like why roles. why we still do that even like because when did it come out twenty fifteen yeah. Right, like why? I understand it's a kids' movie. You need to make it very simple to understand, but I just hate yeah. that sort this of. This is when I see that type of joke, but it's in. also the house have to think about. Yeah. But but to your the, point, the, the though, showing the appearance in her thoughts. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, okay, it is a throwaway joke, and it does kind of lean on stereotypical gender norms. Mm-hmm. But also think about it in this context where. Riley is of a younger generation and mm-hmm. her parents are from an older generation mm-hmm. where they are more likely to fall into those gender roles because of when they were raised. Mm-hmm. And w- every generation, you know, when you when you read the studies on it, every generation becomes more emotionally intelligent and, mm-hmm. and more empathetic. So Riley being the younger person, she is she has it a broader landscape. Exactly. There. So she's going to have... Um, I, you know, I would almost argue that there's also the interesting point that like Riley has different sets of gender um, yeah, yeah, promoting her emotions while the parents... The, yeah. All the mom's right. emotions are women. All yeah, the dad's emotions are Yeah, that's a good are, point. Are yeah. Like they are mixed. They're, so they're mixed. Um, we, yeah. do, we, we both um, kind of did our final thoughts. If you want to give your final thoughts on oh, what were the your movie. Fa- give me like a hint. You'd have to listen to uh, the episode. Movie good, yeah. Oh, God damn. Well, my final thought is I really like being a unicorn in mm-hmm. a fluffy white blanket mm-hmm. and I will never bring the cat again. Mm-hmm. And um, I still well, want to know... Well, I still, still want to <laughs> know why I was called here if not for the cat because that's what you said. You gave, you gave really good <laughs> insights yeah. and I like the fact that sometimes you sound like you're drunk and slurring your words. <laughs> oh, oh, but you're just talking. And oh it's, my, it's, is that how it sounds? Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> wow. Um, but no. In a cute way. I can't remember exactly, but there was one point that you, there were a few points you brought up where I was like, oh, that was a really good point. But there was one in particular, I was just like, God damn, <laughs> neither me or Bam would have come up with that. When I'm editing it, I'm going to find it. I'm going to message you about Please it. Please do. Yeah. I really want. I'm going to isolate the clip and be like, this is <laughs> you at your peak for this episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, feel, I feel so slighted, but I had a no, great no, time. No, no, for this episode, not for like your life. Your peak is oh. still coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Charlie. we'll reach it. Don't worry. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ken, Ken, you got any thoughts on it? No? It's been fun. It's been really fun. Yeah. 
Um, we will leave you some food and water for down here for the and next maybe week. Maybe a radio. A radio. A radio. <laughs> let's a not radio. get. Let's not get out of hand. She doesn't even ask for like a a, a, t- a laptop. You have a whole TV. She of all the things in 2023, she's asking for a ham radio. I don't think you can get signal down here. It's in a basement. You can always get signal with a ham radio. That's why she wants a ham radio. There's a window right there. Resourceful woman. All right. Um. Last thing I was gonna say, I do see on the Wikipedia page that there's a plan for an Inside Out two. Wow! Um, supposed to come out in 2024. I don't know if that's actually gonna come out then. Um, if they can pull off the same thing, sure. Uh, but I I hate the fact that when fully f- when Disney fully bought um, Pixar? Pixar from Apple, yeah, that's kind of when they started doing sequels. Yeah, they 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 kind of. They would be so beautiful. Right. They would be so beautiful if like each movie was just its own individual world. And then Disney's like Monitho. Yeah. And the their, last their hand is kind of forced. The Pixar the p- in between <laughs> in between Toy Story Three, which another sequel, but it's great. In between Toy Story Three and Inside Out, there's also That's the only sequel of theirs, I think, that works really well. Works All really of well. them. Yeah. yeah. And then the fact that it made part four ruining the beauty of the end of part three yeah. just ruined it. Just so the the, the 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 there's um, Cars 2 is t- in 2011 sure. and then Monsters University is in 2013 sure. um, both very mid movies yep. uh, and then this came out and it was just it was a nice return to form so I'm still off on Incredibles 2 I, I like it but I don't it's, know it's okay yeah. I, I find what's funny about that movie is that um, there's three major action sequences mm-hmm. and they're all about stopping a vehicle from yep. going too fast yep, yep, yep. there's like there's a train yep. and then there's a there's a, a boat <laughs> and uh, there's something else but it's just like Bit repetitive, yep. um, but you know whatever. Um, and it's yeah. still, still the best, fan, the best Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'd like. I mean, maybe I could see them doing something with like Riley being all grown up, and then maybe her having a kid, mm-hmm. and like this generational thing. So yeah, I'd, I could see it working. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Just like put it, put it on put the it screen, there, yeah. put it on the screen, <laughs> like <Produce> concept <laughs> by. Um, but yeah, as as a movie as it is, I think it's great. It still holds up. Um, watching it all these years later, well, it doesn't hold up. Not that we have. Yes, it doesn't hold up. No, that, that's right. Um, I'm gonna rewatch it maybe if I have yeah, time really and I want to go through the emotional trauma yeah. again. I, again, um, so I was like enraptured by the last thirty minutes. Yeah, and like I said, the first time I watched this, I kind of like had a almost manic like oh like, i hate that i've never thought this out loud kind of point to empathy yeah. and then again this time i didn't know it coming and i just sat down <laughs> very nice last night laying on the bed um martin was playing um the new legend of zelda if you want to put a timestamp on this episode hey man and i just went I'm, I'm i have the ign page up and right. it's just every story oh, yep, is zelda, yep, yep. Zelda, zelda, zelda 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 yeah so, so, so she, she's there playing breath of wild you know Enrapture herself of the in, kingdom, in, in Tears of the Kingdom in that boot in the bed store. Yeah. And I'm just laying down stone silent behind her, just like <laughs> gripping the bed sheets and just watching this thing. Yeah. And of course, Bing Bong died. And guess what? Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Boom, boom. Two tears dropped yeah. ever so gently from my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do that to you. Um, well, we hope you enjoyed this analysis. Uh, thank you, Lauren, for coming on. We really appreciate you and your unicorn self. Yay. Um, uh, and um, Bam, thanks for coming here as always. Really you don't have to thank me. You, you never did this without me. You're talking about that's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, you know, it, you, you, it would Damien, be awkward. Damien, much like Batman, <laughs> you'll never have to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I think about sometimes like, what if I were to just 
put out an episode without you and without without you there and then you're just seeing it on your feed like what the hell is this oh much like um our good friend in dalem for murder i would have to then con- yeah, yeah, yeah. concoct the whole thing and to, you, you to would come here quickly. week after week oh, of course I would re- keep you know up the guys eventually of, yeah. Yeah. yeah i'll just keep the scissors nearby mm-hmm. all right um thank you all for listening you can find the podcast anywhere podcasts can be found the kind of thing you're listening to right now. Hopefully, when you're listening to it, your emotions are pressing the right buttons. Sure. Don't have a breakdown listening nope. to Movie Man them. That nope. would be irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Um, don't we bill we us for your warn therapy. You. Try to warn you. <laughs> um, we can find podcasts on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts can be found, Spotify, uh, all those things. You can find me at Damien Michael Movies on Twitter and Instagram. Bam. You can find me at FlatBammy on Twitter or Instagram was taken on the Instagrams. And I will probably post a picture of what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you have something that you'd like us to talk about. I also post really funny memes. Uh, <laughs> you can at us on either of those platforms or you want to hop into those DMs and say, hey, sure. you should listen to this or you should watch this. Don't listen. That's not music man them. Watch this and or then just, <laughs> just shout into the atmosphere around you maybe someone will hear you don't know if enough of you say that we need to uh watch uh i'm trying to think of a really obscure really anime right. um if enough of you say you that can say it all you want three I will times not listen. three eyes I will not listen. you say it all you want i won't listen that those, that, those words anime? mean nothing yes. <laughs> obscure yeah. I, I will force Bam if he doesn't watch it I will force him to sit there as I go in the deep dive yeah, into your anime you talk for now, right? yeah go ahead and you can you can poke fun at all that would be a fun episode you can just talk mm, about yeah, it. I wouldn't push it <laughs> <laughs> alright thank you all for listening we'll see you next time I don't know what we're gonna do next week but it's probably a great fun episode it's probably gonna be